0: It's Lamb, Lamb, he's got Meade inside, and in his farewell test match for the Cobbles, David Mead with the try, doesn't he love it? Well, if you look... A tiny picker! Nice shift the ball here, Kiwis looking expensive, Roberts... On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend.
1: And welcome back to the show. We're Dino and Ray. Phil's bu- Buzz Rothfield on the line on Origin game day or game night, as it will be in Perth. Buzz, good morning. And I bet you, like me, you just can't wait for tonight, Buzz.
2: No, I'm hanging out. Mm. hanging out for it, guys, and I believe the great Michael Karyanis has helped us out with the uh, origin query eh?
0: and the rep round next year, Bulldogs. Yeah, Mick's text in kindly saying, uh, no rep round next year, international footy at end of the year, origins back to Wednesday. So that's clarified it. So thank you, Michael, for that. I just wonder, though, Buzz, will games at the end of the year, after the grand final... When we often put our queue in the rack, so to speak, mm. as fans, will it have the same impact?
2: Look, there's a bit of a problem with next year's draw in that the, we have a 17 team, so there's a the club's going to have a bye each week. But the, the major problem with starting the season next year is that we have the World Cup in England at the end of the year, and by the time the boys get home uh, to their clubs, it's going to be late November once the World Cup's finished. they are then entitled to their six-week holiday as part of their NRL contract. So a lot of these guys aren't going to return to training until the new year with their clubs. So they're going to have a very, very limited off-season, and that's one of the reasons I think they're looking at the entire schedule and have made this decision next year to not to run with it.
1: Mm. Well, what do you think, Buzz? Because um, as I said earlier to Dino... This year, I've really got into I've loved this weekend yeah. more than ever before. Dino's point about a couple of years of no internationals as well made, but, gee, it's been great footy.
2: Yeah, it has been great footy, but I get a bit depressed after the grand final with no footy on. Yeah, good well, point. I wander yeah. around looking for things to do, and <laughs> I hate Friday nights with no footy and Sunday yeah. afternoons. And I don't mind playing at the end of the year. I, I really don't. Um, but it, you know what I enjoyed most this weekend? And look, the Pacifica tests were terrific. But, jeez, I enjoyed the Women's State of Orange game in right? Canberra. Yeah, yeah. It was. I saw more skill in that game than some NRL matches I've seen this year. The improvement in the women's game is quite stunning. i tell you what else I liked was Belinda Sleeman's refereeing. And I had a look at the box stats yesterday. And there was not one set restart.
1: There you go. Yeah. And the
2: girls uh, the girls play like the boys. They know how to slow down the ruck. They know that there was no nitpicking in the referee. They let the game flow. It was beautiful to watch. Mm. It really was. And, it's
0: a great um, game, great game. Yeah. I said yeah, this, I to also Buzz about, on air, I said the fact that it was probably just a little less structured in defence and the line speed was a little slower, but that made for the great spectacle that it was.
2: I really, really enjoyed the game. Mm.
0: It was like a game from 20 years ago, Buzz. And I say that with respect in terms of attacking flair.
2: You know, it used to be politically correct to say nice things about the women's game. It just, you you had to. This game the other night was serious skill, serious pace, serious class, serious power. It had everything. Mm. And you know what? It went up 8% the ratings on Fox Sports. You yeah. then go to the 19s game and you look at that Jada Taylor's fry.
1: Brilliant. She took a yeah. kick
2: in her own in-goal area. Beat two inside the in-goal. Beat another two. Then put on the afterburners and just dashed away. And Joey John sent her a text message or Instagram message after the game. Joey loved it. Mm. And this lady... He's playing NRLW for the Roosters in the next competition. He's come through the system, young lady from Tamworth. And it's it's really, really good for the women's game. But you know what? There's a massive one on tonight, isn't there? And I, You know what? I was a little taken back by uh, Zorba's criticism of Freddie today. In I, what um, sense, Buzz? I, I thought he was a little bit heavy. Yeah. Look, you had the right power in that Freddie's had the job for four years and he's won three series. Now, you have to analyse it properly. And you look at Freddie when he started, when he took over from Laurie Daly. He didn't have to deal with Thurston, Cronk, Slater, Smith, Inglis, those sort of players, and what was the one of the great representative sides ever assembled. Mm. <laughs> but you now have to look at what Freddie's been up against, particularly this year. And I reckon I could name four players in the top ten NRL players who are unavailable for selection in this New South Wales side tonight. I'm talking Tom Turbo, we agree, top ten. I'm talking Latrell Mitchell.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Ryan Pappenhausen at the beginning of this year was number one player in the game, leading the Dalians clearly, broke every point scoring record. And you know what? I'd nearly throw Jack White into the top ten as well. He was, you know, Dallian Player of the Year, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> Freddie's up against it without quality like that. You know, when he started coaching, he had a lot of experience in that New South Wales side. He had Boyd Cordner, great captain, Kangaroos captain. He had James Maloney, Luke Keary, Dal Finucane. And while this current side has got club captains like Cleary and... Um, Jose Yeo and Cameron Murray and James Tedesco. They haven't been around as long in origin as these other fellas. So you've got to weigh all this up when you judge Freddie. And look, I don't agree with some of his selections in this game. I wouldn't have had Crichton on the bench. I wouldn't have taken um, Radley to Perth. I'd have had Carr on the side, but it's his team. Him and Brandy will live or die by the result. Mm. Just
1: thought he was a little bit heavy. Fair enough. Well, how do you see tonight's game then, Buzz? Because we've spoken a lot about the New South Wales team, but the Queensland team, you've got to give it to them. I only saw that second half when I was in London, but players like Gagai and Val Holmes, they put on the Superman cape when they donned that Queensland jumper. They played out of their skin. Cameron Munster, how do we stop him, Buzz? Yeah,
2: well, I I don't know. I I (laughs) asked um, who we're interviewing. I asked Jose as well. on NRL 360 because I I have no idea Mm. how you can game plan a player like Munster.
1: He's not structured, is he? He's not structured. No, he's not.
2: And and, and the other guy you mentioned, this Valentine Holmes, and, and Dog, you know he went to New York Jets, correct, in the NFL? That's correct. And and, and to play NFL, he had to change his body shape and his sports science and everything involved to play that game is so different to NRL. And he came back home and got nearly a million-dollar contract with the Cowboys. And you know what? He struggled for a year or two. But he's now, I believe, the best centre in rugby league. Mm. I I really do. And um, he's just a great, great player. And he's he's why the Cowboys are high-flying. But look. For a rare, really rare occasion, I've actually tipped Queensland to win. Reason being, I prefer their bench. You have They've got Harry Grant coming off the bench. They've got Patrick Carrigan coming off the bench. And they've got Jeremiah Nanai, who's just been outstanding on the edge for the Cowboys. Do you see what I mean, Dom? Mm. Geez, they've got good, you know, from 14 to 17. They're so strong.
0: Absolutely. Buzz, Oh. I have been reading your column, What's the Buzz in the Sunday Telegraph.
2: Can you buy it in and first, Bulldog,
0: can you? No, I'm buying it online, Phil. It's... Oh, of course, of I was course. doing my research last night. Nice. But you've got a nice item in there about Mal still looking at Fox. Mm. You've mentioned Josh Adokar missing out on selection for two successive games, but obviously, uh, in a big Mal, the Kangaroos coach is still very, very keen on the Fox.
2: Yeah, he is, and um, uh, not just as a football player, not just the fact that he's a champion winger and a and a try scoring machine. It's the fact that Mal has always been big on character and and big on people. He likes to have part of a touring party, and he just loves Josh Adcock. Car like I think all his teammates do. He's a, he's different. He's loves you know. He has a lot of fun. Um, he's a very marketable player and. Um, but he also wants him to score tries for the Kangaroos at the World Cup. And you saw that performance of New Zealand yesterday mm. in the spine. I heard you guys talking about New Zealand. We are going to have to take our footy boots in our A grade game to England to beat them. And Mal says Josh Addo Cars could be a very important part of that New South uh, the Australian side. It's really interesting because I just said which non origin players would uh, be in contention. For the World Cup, and he obviously loyalty's not as big a thing this year because we haven't played an Australian team since 2019. And out of the blue, he mentioned, I said, y- You got enough hookers? And he I said, There's four of them playing in Origin on Sunday night in Perth. And he said, Oh, there's actually five. He's a Ryan um, Reed Mahoney fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he suggested that if Parramatta go deep into the finals, Reed Mahoney plays well, that. Yeah, he'll be seriously looking at him as well. Obviously, Latrell Mitchell as well would make a great kangaroo tourist at the World Cup. Mm.
1: Hey, Buzz, we'll come back to Origin in a sec and we'll we'll get your tip before we leave. But a couple of things I wanted to ask you about in your column today. Really interesting piece with Ricky Stewart. Now, there is a couple of um, coaching jobs up for grabs, as we know, but Ricky won't coach against the Raiders ever again in his career. I found that interesting, Buzz.
2: I thought it was a really, really lovely comment to make Mm, mm. because, you know what, Stick is only 55. He's way younger than the Wayne Bennett's and the Craig Bellamy's of this world, and I think he can continue coaching for some time. I think his performance with the Canberra Raiders this year after a horrible start has been pretty damn good. Bulldog, I've had a look at their draw, for the run home to the finals. They have a bye and matches against the bottom four teams. They're on 14 points with the Roosters. I think they're a sneaky hope of making the of making the eight. His contract is up at the end of next year. He's never gone into a season not knowing what he'll be doing the following year. So oh, it's a really interesting one. I think the Canberra Raiders, uh, Don Ferner and um, uh, and the team down there are going to have a chat to Ricky in the near future. But I just love his passion for the Canberra Raiders and the fact he's the. Because look, there's talk, Gus. Gilbert want to chat to you about the Bulldogs. Gus has said he wants an experienced coach. Mm. Everyone knows how close he is to Tim Chee. And the West Tigers need a coach. You got to think when Ricky went to the National Cap, they couldn't sign a player. And they had to come up with a new tactic, and new strategy, and they brought all the Poms over. And they made that grand final. And they've been a competitive side ever since, and I would not surprise me if they made the top eight this year.
0: Buzz, another item in your column. Brett Camorley has abandoned the West Tigers' five-man captaincy model, and Jimmy Tarmout will skip them for the rest of the year. I've never been a fan of these. Mm captaincy no, models no Buzz you make, a, you, you, you make a call he's your captain he's your leader he's the one you follow into battle you don't need five of them out there for goodness sake so I'm glad Noddy's made that call Buzz
2: yeah well when you name five captains in my view uh, Bulldog it's like saying I'm not sure who, who's the standout captain and at the start of the year they named James Tarmel Luke Brooks Adam Dewey Ken Mamalo and uh, yes. Tyrone Peachy. And Tyrone Peachy, as we all know, it hasn't worked out. The West Tigers, he hasn't asked for release, but he's asked to look elsewhere. James Time, our good leader, getting on in his career, about to play his 300th game, respected by everyone, not just at the West Tigers, but across the game. And good on Noddy for making that decision. No more confusion, even when they were out in the field. The referee didn't know where to go to for captain's challenges. <laughs> things like that Five yeah. i really wish naughty well you know he's it's the toughest job in the game the west tigers and he's trying to avoid the wooden spoon he's also thrown himself into a shop window to be a future nrl coach and he took over a basket case there didn't he and mm. but i i really hope he can do something in the last 10 rounds
1: exactly hey buzz before i get your tip i did ask dino this earlier what is it that makes Origin so special and why we just can't get enough of it each and every year?
2: Oh, I think it's history, Ray. You know, when Origin started, it just exploded into our lounge for it. We, you, you remember after Beats mm. and leading out to Queensland? It's like, it's like why is the Cox Plate a great race? Why's the mm. Melbourne Cup a great race? Why's the Masters because it's got history and it's got passion and we don't like Queensland. They don't like it New South Wales.
1: Yep, all and, all of that, yeah.
2: And it's the best 34 players. You can't say on the planet now because there's so many great New Zealand players we saw yesterday but it's just elite rugby mm. league and once those two teams pull on that jersey they find another 10, 15, 20% they play out of their skins. and Look, I'm not a fan of that first venue, dog. You're too far away. It's an AFL ground, but uh, it'll be a great spectacle on TV. And I, I do prefer the rectangle parks. And... You got binoculars, old mate?
0: Yeah, no, I've been here before that game in 19, bus, To be fair, it was an absolute ripping atmosphere. But about 20 minutes into that game in 2019, the heavens opened. Yeah. And a lot of people scattered for the bleachers, which was a bit of a shame. So the game... Lost a bit of its atmosphere, but it'll be a great atmosphere tonight, Buzz. The crowd will be there. They'll be into it. How much they understand of Rugby League, I guess we'll find out. But it'll be a Blues win tonight, Buzz. And you know what? That will set up an absolute cracking Game 3 up there at a Pack Suncorp. That's what Origin's all about.
2: Yeah, well, I hope you're right. I hope the Blues do win. But as I said, I've tipped Queensland. Mainly, I think they've got more to come off the bench. uh, They're a very, very good football side. You look at Cobbo, Holmes, Ponga, Munster, Cherry Evans. Geez, they've got some class. Um, and you look at that New South Wales side. The other thing is, you know, we've only got two backline survivors from Game 3 last year, Gee, yeah. which is Tedesco and Toto. And that's form and injury-wise. Uh, it's it's a reasonably new blue side. But, geez, I hope you're right, dog. I hope we win.
1: Yeah. Can't wait for it, Buzz. You're in... Going for Queensland, and I don't know, Dino's going for New South Wales. I know it's a long night for both of you work-wise, but enjoy it and can't wait for tonight, Buzz. Good
2: on you, guys. Have a great day, Bulldogs.